Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Today's story is called Making Changes That Heal. And I'm going to talk about some of the stories that keep us stuck where, and keep us from stop making changes. Like the fear, the stories of not good enough, the stories of, you know, what's the point. The stories that are running beneath those, those, those ideas, those thoughts. We're going to unpack those for a little bit. But first I wanted to start with a story or uh, something I learned when I was working in addictions and we were doing relapse prevention training. In, in relapse prevention training, I learned this term, I might as well be hung as a sheep, as a lamb. And that means that if the consequences are going to be the same for this thing, what's the point in trying? What's the point in making anything, in doing anything different? And so this usually happens when somebody have a lapse. So there's a, a lapse is different to a relapse, right? A lapse is a one-off thing. A relapse is, well, we're back in the same cycle. A lapse is, say, for example, somebody has a drink problem. A lapse is, I had a couple of beers when I wanted to be abstinent. A relapse is, well, since I have a couple of beer, I might as well keep going. This is not going to work. And I, as I, I thought of that story and I thought of, the, the, the way we make changes and the things that we do and what are some of the things that might prevent us and how this, this idea and this thought process might be applied to making changes and some of the needful changes that we need to make in our lives. So when we unpack that story, I might as well be hung as a sheep as a lamb for people. What we saw beneath the surface was a lot of stuff that was going on. Um, and likewise, if we're, if we're applying that to any kind of changes that you need to make in your life, boundaries that you need to put in place, the promotion that you need to ask for, the, the solution that you need to apply to a certain problem, a decision that you need to make that is going to change your life uh, one way or the other, and, and oftentimes for the better, what are the stories that are stopping you from making those changes? And how are you applying this thinking? I might as well not try because it won't work anyway. So let's look at that. Because sometimes when we don't, though, you, you keep coming to this crossroads where you're not making a decision, but you know you need to make a decision, but you keep moving back, coming right back to the same place because you need to make a decision. You need to decide if you're going to turn right or left, going straight ahead, or you're going to stay where you are. If the decision is to stay where you are, then it won't give you a feeling of being stuck because it's a decision that you're making and it's going to be the right decision for you. So why do we stay stuck? Sometimes we're stuck because... We are applying solutions to our problems based on what other people say or what other people have done. And sometimes these people will try to give the impression that their solution is the only solution and there are no other options, no other solutions that you can explore. And so oftentimes that leaves people feeling stuck because you may have tried the solution and it doesn't work for you. And because it doesn't work for you, the messaging then and the story is then something must be wrong with me. I am not good enough. I didn't do it right. Maybe something is wrong with me. Why this particular solution didn't work. And sometimes that that kind of thinking comes out of uh, feedback, sometimes negative feedback, sometimes implied criticism, sometimes judgment that we receive from people because the solution may have worked for somebody else because it was right for them. And it's not going to work for you because it wasn't right for you. Because a certain solution worked for somebody else doesn't mean that solution is going to be for you. Because every problem has a solution, but every problem, there are no perfect solutions. 
So the perfect solution for your friend, for your sister, for your brother, for your parents, for your neighbor might not be the perfect solution for you because you are unique. Your circumstances are unique. Your family is unique. Everything about you is different. So you might try the solution and if it doesn't work, don't give up. Don't give up and stay stuck in the narrative that nothing works for me and I must be doing something wrong. Of course, evaluate. Of course, look at it. Of course, reflect on it. Of course, get, get opinions and, and everything. But at the end of the day, come back to what are my goals? What are my outcomes? What do I want from me, from my family? What are the things that work best for us? And if this is not the thing that works best for you, then don't allow yourself to stay stuck. Try another solution. Try one that is more aligned, that is more in line with your values, with your goals, with the things that you ultimately want to achieve for yourself personally and for your family, for your career, for your health, for your mental health, for your well-being, for your studies, for your job. What is the thing that you want to achieve? So when you know the the outcome that you want to achieve, apply the solution that fits that outcome. Now, that might not be what your sister or brother or, or friend did because it wasn't the outcome that they wanted. The outcome that they wanted was different, but the one that you want is different. The solution that is right for you is different. So apply that. Apply that. And so the consequences might be will be different for you also don't allow anyone to imply or to or to tell you that you're doing something that's wrong and sometimes people like to come in and to give suggestions when they've never done encouragement when they've never done the listening to sit with you to hear your story in its entirety so that they can i mean it's nobody's place to offer suggestions but so that they can ask the right questions so that to give you the opportunity to explore. I find that when we listen, we learn so much more than when we speak. And sometimes somebody might be talking to me, not in a counseling scenario, but just day to day or when I go and speak, I'm, somebody might be talking to me and I know we have a short time. So if I go and speak, I might see this person for the, this is my first and only opportunity to talk to this person. I find that when I listen and just give them room to talk, I learn so much more than if I was going to to interject and say something within the first couple of minutes and give solutions or give something to consider. And I'm trying to be really um, using brief intervention strategies or solution-focused methods like asking more questions. If I just listen sometimes longer, I don't need to ask the questions and I don't, to, I don't need to apply any kind of techniques because... All I need to do is to reflect. All I need to do is to paraphrase. All I need to do is to summarize and just to ask questions for the person to reflect deeper. And they come arrive at the place where they go, okay, so they know what they want to do. So sometimes if we allow ourselves to do that, even in scenarios where we're feeling stuck and, and we want to make some changes and we, and we don't know how, we don't know what to do. When we allow ourselves the opportunity to explore, it really does help us. So if you're, if, you, if you're feeling stuck and afraid to explore different options because the messaging so far has been that you're doing it wrong, pay close attention to you, as I said, and the outcomes that you desire and let that help to guide you 
to the solution that is going to be the right one for you. Your outcomes, let your outcomes guide you. So when, when in terms of making changes, think about how fear is allowed. Am I allowing fear to dictate my actions? Am I allowing fear to tell me what to do or what not to do? Am I allowing people's opinions to tell me what to do? Am I, am I afraid of, am I allowing what if to influence my thought processes? What if is the future? If only is the, if, if, I mean, what if is the past? If only is the future, sorry, you know, the other way around. Are we allowing what if and if only to dictate what we do and how we do it and whether or not we feel we apply courage to situations so that we can move out of being stuck and we can make changes that are going to make a massive difference in our lives, in the lives of the people that we love, in the lives of the ministries that we serve in, in the lives of our, in, in our business, in our, in, our, in, our, in our jobs, in our parenting, in our marriages, in our personal life, in our interpersonal relationships. Are we allowing ourselves to explore all the options and not applying solutions that are right for other people and when when those don't work we stay stuck and feel afraid to move forward and apply the right solutions to our problems i hope from today if you have some changes that you need to make in your life i hope that you'll feel encouraged to explore different options different solutions so you can make the changes that are going to heal you your personal life your parenting your your marriage, your relationships, your work situation, just your life in general and improve the quality of your life. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel and I hope I'll see you on the next story.